If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Oh. It's out of space, and I just jumped out the port with Dirty Glove Bass. Let's get it going. Alright, we got out of space off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. What's, What's going, going on with your family? What's going on, bro? This is Stoback. It's overdue. Now, I'm going to say, man, we've been talking about this one going back for this one for a while now, but we here now. We here now. I don't do too many of these, so let's <laughs> put it on the table tonight. That's love, man. It's a pleasure to have you here on the porch with us today. Absolutely, brother. For sure. So how you feeling overall? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Everything's on the up and up right now, man. Um, I've been busy. You feel me? A lot. Yeah, you feel me? I've been busy making moves, man. Um, trying to juggle this artistry and the DJ thing and make both uh, make both careers move at the same time. That's in the same path. How has it been transitioning from the DJ realm to basically focusing on your artistry? Man, truthfully, it's been hard, bro. Um, I think I spent most of my time trying to prove from a DJ standpoint that I could be an artist. You feel me? You know, I think once you first jump out the gate. Uh, trying to do something different than what people know you for. It's hard to let people know, oh, okay, I can do this too. You feel me? Like, I can do this too. So um, initially it was hard, you feel me? So because I'm trying to prove to people like, I can actually like rap. Yeah. You feel me? Um, so it was hard. That's real. But not only can you rap though, my man can break his own records. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man, like, that's a- but I feel like honestly, dog, I think that's why a lot of people really didn't like it at first because it's like almost they look at it like a cheat code. Like, oh yeah. shit, you got this, you know, you got this dude who actually is a popping ass DJ and now he trying to rap, he can slick break his own record. But I always tell niggas, look at it like this. If you was in my position, wouldn't you do the same right, thing to help your own too. self, you feel me? When you when you do the same thing to help yourself too. So exactly. I feel like it's no need to hate on it. If I'm actually talented at doing both things, then just fuck with me. And, um, I feel like I had a lot of artists in the beginning that actually did rock out with me and be like, ah, yeah, that nigga hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's real spill. So let's take it back to the beginning of this story, right? Yeah. Talk about your upbringing in the city and what part of the city you from. So I'm originally from Columbus, Georgia, man. A lot of people connect me to the ATL because I've been here since 07. As soon as I graduated, man, I've been right here. Yeah. You feel me? I've been right here in the A, so I'm really embedded in the A. I'm part of the city. I'm of Atlanta like a motherfucker, you feel me? So um, I got my roots, man, in being in college, dog, doing the college scene. I went to Morehouse College. I played football there, you feel me? Um, I went to Kennesaw State. I played fucking Kappa Alpha Psi there. You feel me? My whole noop and all that. Um, so I got my grind started off in the college scene, killing yeah. the college party. You know, I'm throwback at Atlanta, man. I did club Miami frequency and Ooh. all that when Atlanta was at really Atlanta. Yeah. Um, but then I happened to run into DJ Nando, rest in peace of my dog, my mentor, you know, the GOAT of this strip club shit. You feel me? The GOAT. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people look at me and be like, oh, that nigga hard. Nah, he the GOAT. Nando <laughs> is the yeah. GOAT. You feel me? So um, I ran into him, bro, and. Uh, me and Iceberg was running around. We ran into DJ Nando, and uh, but he was the first DJ I saw that really like made real money out of this shit. Like, 
you know, he, he wasn't DJ Drama, you feel me? He was somebody that's a little bit more tangible to me. I could run into him all the time, uh, you feel me? So Drama was already far gone, you know, it's Drama, yeah. you feel me? So um, he taught me the game, bro. Long story short, he taught me the game, bro. And if it weren't for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. That's respect. <laughs> so what's one thing that you would want the world to know about Nano that he's not here? Uh, man, the one thing I want him to know is that he's a GOAT, bro. You feel me? He's, a, he's responsible for a lot of your DJs that you see now, the way that they talk. You feel me? On the mic and all that. The way that the strip club is ran, the way nights is going crazy. You feel me? Nando was around during the BMF era in Atlanta, you feel me? When it was really like that. When they, when they yeah. was really putting 100K on the floor, you feel me? We don't even see shit like that no more. You feel me? We pray for nights like that. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? We don't see shit like that no more, man. But that was that was the good old days, and he, he, he created that shit. You feel me? He vibed that out. Yeah, that's real. So what about Atlanta drew you all the way in? And what when did you say you discovered your passion for DJing? Man, um, I probably discovered my passion for DJing when I was in high school, bro. You feel me? Like, I've always had an affinity for music, dog. I mean, well, shoot, my grandma, I'm a, I'm a country boy shit. You know, a grandma gonna sing you to church. You feel yeah. me? So yeah, that is what it is. So I always had an affinity for music because grandma had me doing the choir, in the choir, doing all that. Uh, growing up, I used to make, uh, before we had, uh, all the MP3s and all that. I was making the mix CDs, all that. I'm the nigga that used to hit a A. Can you burn me a CD? But that shit, oh, yeah, all that. So I always kind of been into the vibes and shit, man. So, um, but I was originally a football player, bro. That's how I ended up here, you feel me? I was originally mm -hmm. a football player. I had no idea that I would actually end up being where I'm at today with the music, man. But I'm a preacher. That's real. Right. So let's talk about the butterfly effect of like, you just discovering, you know what I'm saying, one day, all right, I'm gonna fuck with this, and now we are here, you know what I'm saying? So what little Man. effect in life back then was it that just like, I'm gonna just fuck with this? Shoot, Mom Dukes got sick, bro. Real spill. Yeah, that, that, you, Mom Dukes got sick. Uh, she got diagnosed with cancer. So, shoot, naturally I had to figure out a way. You feel me, that college, college, wasn't, college wasn't it no more. Right. You feel me, like, nah, I can't, you know, it's, it'd be cool to go to school. But now I need money to support what's going on with my family and the situation that's going on because she can't no longer do it, you feel me? And that was my rock. So I had to flip it around. I had to figure out, you know, the situation. What am I good at? What can I work at? What can I do? Uh, so shit, I took it to music. And even got caught up trapping a little bit and spent a little time in jail trying to just fund that while, hell, that was fucked up, you feel right. me? But yeah, man, I just turned to something that I was naturally good at. So what's one thing that you would want the world to know about your mother? Because I know she lost, passed away. Yeah. So tell the world about more so about your relationship with your mother and how much of a support system she was to you. Oh man, she was my rock, dog. Right. She, I, it, it, she was the most unjudgmental person I had ever met in my life. So meaning that you could go through whatever situation that you went through and she would still be there understanding and not necessarily being you down, but more so leading you to a path or a way that you wouldn't do that no more. You feel me? I feel like uh, a lot of people don't do that. You feel me? A lot of people just get ready to knock you down when you fall. You feel me? She always build me up, and I appreciate her for that. Feel me? That's real yeah. shit. Long live mom dude. Absolutely. You real feel me? Feel. Always. Love my baby. <laughs> so where did you pick up on life after, you know what I'm saying, you lost your mother? You're not in school no more. Oh, man. So honestly, I picked up on life, dog. Um, I think that's what hit me with the extra gear. You feel me? Like that's when I really decided, okay, I'm gonna do everything that I know I'm possible or capable of doing. You feel me? Ain't no more holding back no more. You feel me? Ain't no more waiting to see what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go get it. Life is short. You feel me? I, I've experienced this firsthand. My mom was young when she died. 58 is young. 
You feel me? Yeah. So you feel me? And she battled for 58 of them years, 10, 10 of the years she was battling cancer. You feel me? Like she dealt with it young. Yeah. You feel me? So life's short, bro. Why am I wasting time waiting on anybody to do anything besides what I'm going to do? So I decided to step up to the plate. Period. And what was that plate? Shit, be out of space, nigga. <laughs> be out of space, nigga. If you, really, sure. if you really say you out of space, go be out of space. Do all that shit you say you really want to do and stand on it. That's Don't just hard. sit back. <laughs> so tell us how Out of Space was born. Hey, man. Uh, shit, bro. Out of Space was born out of motherfucking two-bedroom apartment with probably six niggas from my hometown sitting in that motherfucker, uh, vibing out on a daily basis, smoking weed, playing fucking video games. <laughs> That's how Out of Space was probably born. You feel me? Like... We used to throw these little college parties and shit. Um, and uh, we, were, we were legendary for that shit. We used to cause records on campus for that shit, you know, but we would throw this shit at the apartment, you feel me? And I was a nigga who used to play the music and shit. And I'm like, you know, I ain't thinking nothing too much of it. And then uh, my nigga Iceberg came to me one day and presented me with the idea, like, nigga, you actually like hard with the music shit. Like you actually be knowing what's going on with the music, you feel me? So he was like, you ever thought about being a DJ? I was like, honestly, when he first bought it to me, like, them niggas don't even make no money and then that shit, you know, DJ shit back then wasn't even really cool like that. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't what we made it to be now. We slick, you know, brought it into the forefront like that, you feel me? But shit, it's cool now, bro. Like, Iceberg put me on, he showed me actually how to, he, he, he put me on the mixtape side, because everybody know I got popular from the mixtape side first. That's yeah. how me and Dirty Glove got our relationship. I got popular from the mixtape side first. Um, but I decided, shit, I don't want to just be no regular ass DJ, just do mixtapes. Now nah, I want to do the whole thing. I can talk. I want to learn the turntables and all that shit, and that's what I did. That's real, that's real, that's real. So talk about how you hustling, hustling, hustling all the way up to the legendary Magic City, bro. Oh, man. How did that happen? So, um, man, I was hustling for years before I actually got Magic City Monday, man. Um, I was doing all the other, all the other clubs, man, nights, though. You feel me? So I was, at, I was at Flame on Tuesday, popping on a Tuesday night at Blue Flame, you feel me? Um, I was doing, I was doing strokers. I was doing all your other clubs. You name pinups, any other club, and I was still. But Magic was the first strip club that ever hired me. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba. Yeah. You feel me? Like until I worked my way up, I was doing day shift. Day shift, day shift. Then I finally got Saturday night at Magic City. You feel me? And that was the first step of me moving in. Once I got Saturday night at Magic City, everything exploded from there. You feel me? That was the new hot young nigga. I had my OG Nando co-signed me. He like, nah, that's my young nigga. He hard. You feel me? And I just started to make waves for myself. You feel me? And then, uh, of course, I met my brother Esco. You feel me? Me and Esco was locked in. I actually got to Magic City at the same time Dirty Sprite dropped. So yeah. this right when Future was blossoming. Yeah. You feel me? Like in a uh, me and Iceberg used to take future music back to the college parties and goddamn, we'd be the only niggas playing future shit back then, you feel me? So we, Esco, of course, he appreciated us for that shit. So me and Esco was locked in. Of course, future starts to blow. So Esco's not around as much. He can't be around as much no more because he's starting to blow too on the right. same way because he's responsible for it, you feel me? So uh, long story short, bro, this, it landed on me, you feel me? Like I was popping. Um, I was the young nigga. Uh, and Big Magic co-signed it, bro. I love, I love Big Magic for life because he hired me personally. You feel me? As a young nigga and, and trusted me to goddamn not fuck up his business. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. That's some real shit, though. Real. 
But how did that make you feel, you know what I'm saying? All the hard work you had just put in, you know what I'm saying? Like you saying, doing day shifts at Stroke, you know Man. what I'm saying? Like, to get hired by Big Magic himself, you know what I mean? Man, honestly, dog, it, uh, it made me feel like that extra hard work payout, you feel me? That was my first time experiencing straight up, like, okay, if I work my ass, I bust my ass like this, okay, I'll get to this point. So from then on out, I, it made me comfortable with working hard. Yeah. Like, I, I'm comfortable working hard because I know that's what come with this shit. So I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm comfortable there. That's real. That's real. So for those who wouldn't even know, right, tell us why the Mondays of Magic City is the most important Man. versus any other day of the week. Because it's, it's literally just it's celebrity driven, bro. You feel me? It's on any given night. You'll see whoever. You'll see whoever in there. You feel me? It's really big celebrity driven. It's driven this name for probably 20 plus years now. You feel me? Magic City Monday is world famous. It don't matter where the hell you come from, you know about Magic City Monday. So on any given Magic City Monday, it could be crazy loaded with a, a, a celebrity here, a celebrity here crashed around the, sta uh, around the stage or whatnot. You feel me? You got, uh, I could throw it back to a week ago, you got uh, Two Chains celebrating his birthday. You got Southside, Polo G right here in the middle. You got Division and Jermaine Dupri on the other side. And you got all these, I can't even remember who's in the back section, but you got, it's just one place on the Magic City Monday and ain't nobody booked to be there. That's yeah. what make Magic City Monday different. Ain't nobody booked to be there. <laughs> they just know what it is. <laughs> How do you feel that respect though, for the culture, you know what I'm saying? Like for people not to even be booked to come show love like that. I mean, I think with anything, dog, once you make yourself a staple of the culture. It's just, you know, once you up once you upheld over a certain amount of time, shit, it is what it is. You know what you're supposed to do. You know it's about to right. So and even as a younger artist come in, you've heard about it too. Like shit, you kinda got to go on your head like shit, when I get it bad, I'm gonna go show my ass and make sense <laughs> <on> Monday. <laughs> you feel me? Like get me like you feel me? <laughs> yeah. That's real. Yeah. So how would you describe the importance of breaking records as a DJ? It's important, man. I feel like a lot of DJs now um, are afraid to, you feel me? They don't have, or they're not uh, in tune with how to do it. You feel me? It's still capable of being done. It's still being done. A record, you know, a lot of people think, oh, now they've got the internet age, it's just all streams and going viral and TikTok and all that shit. That's no, not reality true. reality is still reality. You feel me? Reality is still reality because even if it does break on that side, it still has to come to this side eventually. Yeah. You feel me? So the DJs definitely still do matter. It's just all about, is the D does the DJ have enough courage? you know, just to put itself out there and stand on a record. You feel me? Like, if you really rock with a record, why not stand on it? You feel me? And if you really know what you're doing and you know how to break it, it won't stop the vibe of the crowd because if you really know how to do your job, you know how to get it in there. Yeah. So it's not breaking down the crowd where it's not, you know, I, I don't believe in breaking a record with dropping a record and then, oh, you just, oh, oh, this brand new, brand new, brand new, brand new. Well, shit, if you programming it, that's a brand new record, then they probably don't want to hear it already. You gotta make them vibe to it first. Yeah. You feel me? And to the point where they be like, oh damn, what the hell did I just listen to? What is that record? Now they gotta research it because they ain't never heard it before. That's how you break a record. Mm. Why do you feel that that's a dying art within our culture? I just feel like DJs are scared, man. Honestly. I feel like DJs are scared. We came, I, I became popular because of breaking records. Yeah. I can't stop now. You feel me? Hey. And that's still my connection to the streets. You feel me? Like. I can't just turn industry. I ain't with that. You feel me? That's still my connection to the streets because that's still, you know, me bringing other people up as a DJ. It ain't just breaking records. Yeah. It's bringing other people up. For sure. <laughs> Speaking of bringing other people up, go ahead and tell us about that Thug City shit. Man. Oh, man. 
Man, shout out to my brother, nephew, Texas, boy, man. Y'all definitely did an altar porch for him, and I know he yeah. talked about this shit, man. But, <laughs> man, shout out to him, man. He plugged me with 808 back in the day, man, when I was running around with Southside. Y'all know I did all Southside mixtapes back in the day, free agent, all that shit, man. Uh, but he plugged me. He plugged me with Southside. He plugged me with 10, locked me in with Walker. Um, and then uh, I'm over there deciding, like, man, I'm about to really goddamn hop out here, you know, and start dropping records as a DJ, get on my DJ Khaled shit. Like, I'm really trying to make a move. Yeah. And Nephew was like, well, shit, don't even just go all the way, like, industry. Let's do some in-home shit and, like, let's stamp this shit. Like, you know, we got some cool-ass shit going on. You feel me? And the thing that we had going on with Thug City, you yeah. feel me? Like, nigga, it was, but it wasn't just a song. The way that song hit was because it was a fucking vibe that we was really living every day. We was literally wilding the fuck out, crashing out. <laughs> like, we was really living that fucking lifestyle every fucking day. So when that song hit that way, that's because everybody could feel it. Yeah. Like, you feel me? I'll never forget that song going viral in Follies when you got all the girls in Follies with their cameras in the dressing room and the whole dressing room saying Thug City. That's the first time I ever seen, the first thing for me to ever see that shit go viral. And I'm sitting there looking at this shit like, yo, oh, this shit gonna be something. Yeah. You feel me? Because anytime it moved like that on its own, I hadn't even really... I don't even think they knew it was my shit yet. You yeah. feel me? It was, bro, that shit had his legs of his own, bro. Yeah. That was a legendary record. Yeah. Though, that shit had legs of his own, bro. So talk about some of the other records you also responsible for, because also. Oh, man. I got hella plaques on the wall, but shit, my say, own. Man. Yeah, I about to say, but my own shit. Uh, man, I got the down record with T.I. and T-Pain. That record went crazy, man. Uh, Long live school, man. I got the walk for me record that's going crazy right now. Uh, it just hit a mill on Spotify, bro. So it's rolling. You feel me? Uh, it's crazy because me and school didn't get to shoot the video for that shit, man. But Scoob is another one of the rappers when I talked about certain niggas start saying I was hard. School had a heart to heart me about that shit, like saying, like, nah, nigga, you not just a DJ. You're an artist too. So put yourself in that light. You feel me? So the fact that that's one of the songs that's actually doing well is hard as fuck. We got Please with Beat King. That's the one that's going crazy as hell going right crazy, now. Bro, Everybody man. know about Please right now, you know. That's that. That's kind of like my punchback song. Like, if you thought I was gone, goddammit, nah. Yeah. I'm still right <laughs> You feel me? That's my, that's my yeah. punchback song. I ain't going nowhere, nigga. I'm still here. For sure. Uh, and I got Busy about to drop soon. Busy about to be crazy, matter of fact, you know. So Busy, I'm working, man. Busy about to be crazy. And this Busy is actually my first song that I'm dropping by myself. There is no feature. I'm not using another artist. I'm standing on myself as an artist with this song. So this is important to me with this song. You feel me? This is this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like maybe maybe people might have thought before, okay, maybe he's using other artists for leverage and that's how his records are doing good. Well, okay, let's see. Real. <laughs> I know we had a real, real, real special person within our community pass away. Yes, sir. Kenny for Prima. Absolutely. And I know y'all worked well with each other. Man, that was Kenny for Prima, uh, man. We became best friends all because before I even met her, somebody asked me to do a drop for her for her little kidney situation. And I didn't even know who she was, and I stopped and dropped and did it regardless. And she personally hit me and was like, bro, I appreciate that. She's like, I know you don't know who I am, but that's like genuine love you showed me. Um, and the type of person I am, bro, I'm all about energy. And if I can help in any type of way, I'm gonna do it. So I know she's tied into the city and she has her own connections and I have my own connections. So I decided to make a idea to come up with an idea, just like basically letting her manage part of my career. You feel me? And that way she can have a connection to where she has more access to things that she may need 
for her kidney situation, man. So I miss her. I love her to death. Um, she believed in my shit as an artist before anybody else did. You feel me? She really rocked with my shit. So, hey, man, long live Prima. Long we love you. Prima. We miss you. It's always kidding for Prima. You did. Let's talk about how we prepare for NASA 3. And how would you compare NASA 3 to the others in the series? Man, uh, NASA 3 is going to be the one. I, I stand on that. I don't, it ain't no, ain't no bluffing on that. NASA 3 is the one because you're going, for the first time, you're going to be like, all right, this is out of space. You're going to really get to feel me as an artist. I'm being more honest as an artist. I'm, um, I'm giving you me. You feel me? So this Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. First time you're gonna listen to a project and it's not just a bunch of songs that sound good. It's actually got a linear to it, you feel me? Like it's you gonna understand what I've been going through, how I feel about certain situations, all that shit. I'm I'm letting it all out, you feel me? So um it's less features than the other projects, but they are still heavy features on that shit. You feel me? I got Ice with Vezo, um, I got Pat Chanel, I got Erica Banks, I got uh BRS Cash, man, just to name a few, man. It still is loaded, you feel me? Like, it's loaded, and I got more features on the way, but I can't say that yet. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's loaded, man. It's loaded, it's loaded for sure, man. So this is, uh, this is my statement album compared to all the rest of them. You know, all the rest of them are good. I love all my other albums, but this is my statement album. This is the one that's gonna stamp out of space as an artist. That's real. And what would you say generosity means to you as an artist, and how do you emulate that? Generosity as an artist, man. Uh, just being willing to understand that shit, before you was up, you was down. You feel me? And being humble in that. That's, that's, that's more so, I say even more so than generosity is always being humble. If you can be humble, you can be generous. And always understanding that you wasn't always up. You was down first. So be humble enough in your position to be generous. Real spill. How do you find time to create, bro? Because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Magic Monday is still a thing. You know what I'm saying? You're still up in there. Yeah, and I'm I'm at other spots too, man. I'm still, it ain't just Monday. I'm there Saturday too. Um, And other spots throughout the week, man. I don't really be, I don't get no rest, bro. Right. I'll be honest with you. I don't really get no rest, bro. I get naps. (laughs) (laughs) I get naps, bro. And it is what it is right now, bro. Like, I feel like, um, shout to Ye, you feel me, like, his documentary kind of put me in a whole different aspect. Like, bro, it was really no sleep. Like, it, and I saw how hard he believed in his shit. You feel me? So why am I not moving the same? Why am I not moving with that same type of energy if I really believe in my shit? So all the sleep shit, I worry about that shit later. We, gonna, we busy right now. Yeah. That's, that's this whole thing right now. That's why busy is the next single. Like, I'm busy right now, bro. I got to get it. You know, I'll get all this rest shit later. But now, oh, we yeah. got to get it. <laughs> what would you say is your dream venue and why? Dream venue. Oh, man. I don't even have a particular dream venue, but I want to do stadiums bad, bro. Everybody know me from doing the tour shit, too. Niggas know I rock out on tour. Y'all forgot about that. I ain't been on the road in a while because I used to rock out. Y'all know. (laughs) But nah, I want to get back to doing stadiums and venues like that, bro, because that really gave me an opportunity to show me as a DJ and an artist kind of at the same time. I think that's the only venues that really give me the opportunity to show both. You know, either I'm just an artist or just a DJ. That type of situation gives me the opportunity to be both at the same time. So I can't wait to get back to doing stadium type shit. Um, And I'm going to work my ass off until I'm doing that type shit. (laughs) Hell yeah, hell yeah. How do you feel about 
it also now being a real lane for DJs to also be artists. Like, look at B-King, look at DJ Chose, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, man, like, um, I think everything is about timing, dog. I, I, I truly believe in that everything's about timing. Uh, I've been knocking at this door a long time, uh, and I think now the reason why it's starting to work and fluctuate is because you're starting to see uh, diversity. You feel me? Seeing producers be rappers, seeing DJs be rappers, you know, it's more diversity and it's being more accepted. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, okay, yeah, damn, he can do that too. I'm trying to fuck with that too. Like, yeah, like it's being more accepted now. So everything's about timing, bro. And that's why I think you just keep working until, you know, your timing pop up. Yeah, you yeah. keep knocking at the door and next thing you know, it's your opportunity right there. You feel yeah. me? That's why you don't never quit. That's real spill. So besides music and besides spinning, what else you working on right now? Man, I'm working on a lot of shit. I got a, uh, I got a hat company. I'm working on trying to get that shit off, man. Everybody know I always got on a trucker or a bucket or something. I always got a hat on, man. So I got a hat company I'm working on. Um, I got a lot of stuff, bro. I'm really just trying to uh, diversify this shit, bro, as much as possible because I ain't trying to box myself in on anything. I guess so anything I'm thinking about, I'm working on right now, bro. Yeah, yeah. That like anything. <laughs> so you fucking with that fashion shit? Man, what? Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Y'all see me. <laughs> so what would you say is your fashion icon? Uh, my fashion icon is, uh, I got to say, yay, man. Yeah, he be yeah. putting that shit on. Yeah, 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 you feel me? I know people ain't necessarily rocking with the new shit yay be doing, but yay is really ahead of time when it comes to this shit, bro. He really is, you feel me? So, you see how he brought that hood by air, You feel me? Like, he, he really, he, he really ahead of time with this shit, bro. You feel me? So. It is what it is. I'm still rocking with yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah came in the game. So I want to be the freshest ass nigga. Yeah. You feel me? I'm coming on the game on the same. Yeah, I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no Any last words and shout outs? Ah oh, man, shout out to everybody who been fucking with me over the years, man. We've been doing this shit for a long motherfucking time, man. I've been repping this shit. I've been doing this shit. I've been standing on this shit, man. Shout out to Cody. Shout out to the motherfucking ATL. I love y'all, the motherfucking Jeff, Long Little Nando, Long Little Prima, Long Little School, Long Little Dolph, Long Little Bank. All the all I follow motherfucking soldier, man, this out of space and I'm out of this motherfucker. For sure. All right, I got another question for you Let from go. the boss lady. Let's do it. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite quote of all time? Favorite quote of all time. Uh, if you do what you've always done, you get what you've always got. Meaning nigga, switch up what the fuck you doing. Try something new. Maybe you'll get something new. What would you say is the wildest shit you ever seen in the strip club? Woo! The wildest shit I ever seen in the strip club? We ain't got no time. All right, give us a small, small, small thing. Not the wildest, but some wild shit. Mm mm. I got it. I respect that. I respect that. I'm from space, man. All right. Would you put your hands on your knees, baby? Please. I got bands. I know where they free, so baby. That bitch with a tan when something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.